Hey dude, what's up? This is Dave. I was calling so that way we could record. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm stupid and I forgot to hit send on my message whenever you asked what time would I be ready. Uh, I've got a little, uh, I've had to do some Southern engineering here because I don't have my table. Uh, Steven came in and confiscated the table because he hasn't liked the job that we've been doing lately with the podcast. So he has uh, left me with the, the gear to record, but not with the table to record it on. So I showed him and I've got two chairs set up in front of me. So, uh, and I totally, like I said, I forgot to hit send on a stupid message earlier and, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, give me a call back whenever you get this and we're, we're good to go then. All right, brother. Later. This is the To Be T, To Be T podcast. Daddy, Dave, and Steve are awesome. Hey everybody, welcome to 2BT, I am David. I am Michael. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're still... Here we are, still alive. Still alive, still, we're still quarantining, we, 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 we... We had decided that we were going to say the devil with it and start recording together and stuff like that, but since it's being Father's Day weekend, you know everybody's kind of it's kind of hard to get together it's been kind of hard to get together period i know michael's been like super crazy busy uh i've been pretty pretty uh pretty uh not busy myself not like what i was last last summer to where i didn't hardly have any weekends off at all from work yeah i've just been kind of just been kind of like going about the paces man working monday through friday actually for a change and only eight hour days so it's kind of weird man it's Definitely weird to have that much time off from work and not have to worry about like, oh crap, I got to work ten hour days this day and have a Saturday I got to go in for and blah 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, where you but de- yeah, oh god, dude, where's you down so quick? But I definitely, definitely, definitely miss the money. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Oh man, dude, did I send you the picture of my birthday present that came in the mail the other day? Finally, yes, you did. That's pretty, yeah, dude. pretty nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I'm 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 super excited about it. I got that. Uh, okay, I guess I should say what the heck it is. It's an authentic 1983 Return of the Jedi uh, uh, movie poster, and it's the international release. It's the one that everybody's familiar with that they see. That's got the you know the the it's like Luke with Leia in her. Uh, what they call now the Hut Slayer bikini. They don't call yeah. it the Slave Leia. They call it the Hut Slayer bikini. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> Han Solo. It's got you know. It's got the list. The, the, it's the one that's predominantly known that everybody has seen. That's three. The predominant Return of the Jedi poster. Uh, I got that. Got that. That was. Uh, I bought that. I got it from uh, emovieposters.com. It's a. Uh, online auction site that they have a bunch of these uh movie posters come in and I, I dig going through them for these instead of going to like ebay or whatever a lot of times on ebay mm-hmm. they're overpriced and you don't know if you're getting an authentic through them yeah so i know i know with these guys that it is an authentic that they do a verification process and all like this type of good stuff so it, i feel a lot better and a lot safer going through them so 
It's a very, very, very nice experience. A very cool site. Uh, they take a little while to ship things to you. Like I won the auction. I think it was back at right there, right around my birthday, and I just got it in last week. But I also didn't pay for it because they're kind of backed up a little bit with the COVID and all like this type of good stuff. And uh, they were a little bit backed up, so I didn't even get my actual like quote my shipping quote and all like this type of good stuff until i think it was like june the 8th whenever i actually paid for it so hmm. not too bad not too bad not but bad, no. it's pretty neat yeah what what baffles me what baffles me though is the state of the united states postal service because get this i've got two because i had i had the poster <clears throat> i won a auction for the poster and i won an auction for some star wars books right like the one that that you've seen that i got that was the return of the jedi one I got another set that's uh the storybooks uh, the big ones the storybooks yeah 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 exactly I got the the storybooks I got one that's a uh, Empire Strikes Back and one that's a uh, New Hope okay <clears throat> that's uh that I won for that auction as well and uh they're on their way but what baffles me is the poster and the books both left the same facility at the same time on the same date shipping to the same place mm-hmm. and the poster arrived on friday and the books won't arrive till monday weird like it doesn't it doesn't make any sense whatsoever not only that one of them got routed through fort worth which was the poster the one that i got faster got routed through fort worth and the other one got routed through dallas so i don't know uh and and, P- and people wonder why the United States Postal Service is having trouble staying in business. It's crap like that that's causing them to like nobody wants to ship to them. I mean, yeah, why would yeah. you? It's like it's it's a priority priority mail two day thing, and it takes still a week to get to you. It's like yeah. it's stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever. Not at all. I don't that's, know. that's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, like you, they're they're. they're and like you check the scans on the tracking, the scans were at the same time, the same facility, going to, like I said, going to the same address. Do you it, get it the? Uh, do you get the text message? Do you ever signed opted in? You can go to the online and opt in. Like if somebody's sending you something that is has tracking on it, you can't oh, um, and- get text messages. It will arrive today, or it's expected later today. I, I've done that for FedEx and I've done that for UPS, but I haven't done that for the USPS. It's kind of neat. I've done it for because it's oh like, heck yeah. Because it's like okay, I'll get notified in the morning. It's like well, who ordered something now? What did what did they <laughs> order? Like I'll, or like the other day, I got a package from a surprise from Dennis. Sent me a, a science fiction fantasy periodical. From the oh, that's 70s cool. that has Frank Frazetta artwork in it and like a little yeah. part of a story by Ray Bradbury. And and they only made four of them from what he told me. And it's like an oversized, oh, wow. nice, it's not like a, even a magazine flimsy cover. It has like a nice paperback cover. And I'm like, I got a notification that something that had to been arrived at my mailbox. And I'm like, what the heck? And I open it up in the ad. There's Christmas from Dennis. And that's a pretty really cool, so yeah, it's it's neat to know that you're expecting. That's something. freaking awesome. Yeah, you, you ever see Dennis? You got to give him a kiss for that or something like oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big old sloppy one. He uh, he sent me that one because he got it. He'd been trying to track down the whole get the whole set, 
and he had ordered yeah. something like a, I don't know, eBay or an auction thing and got, that was an extra. He, the copy he kept is actually signed by Ray Bradbury. Oh, that's which is cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Dennis is always surprising me with stuff like that. So that's really cool, man. Yeah, we're going to have to find a way to sneak up and surprise him sometime. Yeah, I know it, right? Dave, Sounds like. They have you staying at his front door and just. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you right? don't know me, but I'm here to give you a hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'll talk like that, too. I'll make sure I, I'll, I'll use my dad voice and drop my voice a little bit lower and be like, hey, I'm here to give you a hug, sweet man. Yeah. Ooh. And just <laughs> scare the crap out of him or something like that. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. Right, maybe not. Yeah, but I wouldn't be too scary right now. I shaved, so you what? No, I'm just kidding. I didn't really shave. It's still there. Okay, I've been contemplating it just just for grins, just, just because getting rid of it but, completely or no, no, no. Just just like trimming up and taking off a lot of the length and stuff like that, and actually like because it's got like a shape right now, but I've never been happy with it. So I'm thinking about like cutting like a lot of the length off. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Like cutting at least like six inches off the blasted thing because I just get so sick and tired. I go to do something, grab something around like my chest area and stuff like that, and I always grab my beard and it's always getting pulled by crap or whatever. So it's just like, okay. So, yeah, I, it's I, just. I'll tell you who has a nice beard is, uh, I don't know his name. My wife showed me a video he did. His name's Timothy. I can't remember his last name. He's the guy that got arrested for wearing the F Trump shirt. Oh, really? And he had a he did a video my wife showed me about white white pride and uh oh. about how stupid people are for being proud for being white because Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try to summarize it's it, it, if, if you don't mind a little profanity, go find his Facebook video cuz he pretty much just like slams the whole idea of yeah that 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 ridiculous concept yeah 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 anyway yeah. he has a really he has a really nice beard so my whole yeah. point for that yeah i'd check that out i have to look that video up because yeah it kind of bothers me whenever people are like oh i'm freaking white pride and it's like uh okay dude you realize that's uh and then they wonder how is that racist? Like why is that? Why my my favorite retort is always uh, why is it okay for other races to do that but not for us? And it's like, well, you realize well the history. Line, the it, line he said yeah. is well, African Americans, black people should be proud because they've had to put up with four hundred plus years of struggling just to survive as a people. White yeah. people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a lot. I mean, I, I don't want to. Well, I, there's a lot like, of there's a lot <clears throat> of things we should actually be ashamed of when you go back and look. Oh, yeah. At, at I mean, I, well, I, it seems like a recurring thing where I'm I'm, I'm slamming like Texas history, but it's true. They, yeah, they, there's there's the the statue it's, in uh, the statue in Love Field of the Texas Ranger got taken down. Yeah. Um, it should be taken down. Because that guy Uh, was sent by the governor of Texas to, I think, a high school in Mansfield, I think, when they were beginning efforts to integrate black students into the high school. And he was sent to to keep them out. Really? And there was a black person hung an effigy above the school. He did nothing to take it down. He also, 
he also went and kept uh, black students from being allowed to attend classes at a, a, a college in East Texas. Good so, grief. So yet shouldn't be the face of your organization. Back yeah, then it was no, okay because no. a bunch of idiot white people, that's how Texas was. It was okay. Well, and a lot of times, like like a lot of times those statues and things like that, and you know, we were talking about it just a minute ago, a lot of times those statues and things like that were actually put in place as a big F you to a certain community or whatever, you know? <clears throat> and yeah. like, you know, like, like uh, you know, uh, I'm, I tell everybody, well, one, like what you were talking about with like the Texas history and things like that, like just, just history alone should, like whenever you really del- delve into it, should kind of make you feel bad <laughs> about what your ancestors and things like that have done. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's just, that's just how it goes. You should feel at least a little bit bad about what has happened in the name of America and or, you know, white pride, whatever you want to call it in the past or whatnot. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that you should be like distraught and totally like just, Oh, woe was me. No, I mean, I've never felt that bad, no. but I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, I'm just disappointed. Like, ah, oh, dude, how could, how could one group of people like one of our, you know, we, like whenever we were both going through, uh, killer of the flower moon yeah killers of the flower moon yeah and and the way that the that the natives were treated during that with with their uh you know had to have people i can't custodians yeah, watch guardians. over them wouldn't let them yeah guardians wouldn't allow them to spend their own money like really 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 dude like that's just that still just like baffles me and blows my mind that that actually happened you know it's like what what was it that we thought that we had such a superiority complex over these people I don't know, man. Well, I read that book. The wall. I did. I did get. I did read that book after you, because that's the last time we talked. You had just recommended. Yeah, it. I did it, and the tip of the iceberg. Well, I guess. The, I guess I should say the the murders that they investigated and actually convicted people for. The reporter discovered a hundred, or not even a hundred years. Like that's the sad thing is. About eighty years yeah. later, discovered that that those murders were just the tip of the iceberg. Oh the, yeah, the FBI yeah. was happy to go in, convict some people, and just wash their hands of it. People yeah. were dying before and after those murders, being poisoned, shot, disappearing. Oh yeah, lots, and what's what's crazy? Long history of it, yeah. Yeah, what what got me was like you said, the long history of it. How many that they? I I can't remember. Uh, what the percentage was, but from, <clears throat> I think they said from like the 1900s or whatever to about 1930. Yeah. Like, I, I can't remember what the percentage was, but the average death rate for the, uh, I can't remember the tribe now. Osage. It's the Osage. Yeah. I wanted to say Shoshone and I was like, that's not right. But the the average average death age or the average life expectancy of a, of an Osage at that point in time was like the twenties, and I was like, "Are you serious? Like that just doesn't like that does not come on, man!" Like, and it was all like you go through and you. The, he said that they would go through. He went to Fort Worth, went to the uh, records in Fort Worth, and went through the records in Fort Worth, and it would say, you know. Uh, died of wasting disease and the wasting disease is basically just a fancy way of saying poisoning you know that they just wouldn't test for it or whatever yeah ah dude it was it was crazy totally that that stuff just blew my absolute mind and i was like oh my gosh dude uh, this is all over money all over money oh, that yeah. somebody Lots was willing 
<clears throat> yeah, willing to go kill somebody for. And I understand now why Scorsese's doing it because basically it's like a it's like a gang there's a gang. Oh yeah. Like activity. Yeah, it's Oh yeah, and the the gangster. Well, and and the the main guy that the the main I'll say the main villain, the main uh bad guy, the main uh uh protagonist or not protagonist, but antagonist in that book. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to give it away or anything like that. But the main antagonist in that book, you know, uh, he, I, I, it, it, the 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 setup behind it is so much feels like a mobster movie, like a mafioso style movie well, or whatever. Control, like you're watching something. They control the judges. They control the people. The local law enforcement. They they infiltrated the F- FBI. They threatened everybody. Um, they infiltrated would, the Pinkertons. Had yeah. the Pinkertons come in, and then they infiltrated the Pinkertons and paid the Pinkertons off to be like, "Oh, this is what you found." Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just crazy, dude. Just absolutely crazy. Like, like I said, another one. Like, that whole book just blew my mind, and I will read it again probably pretty soon, just because I, well, I want to read it again. It's, it's really it's neat. A fascinating book. He. It's in three parts, if I'm not mistaken. And the first part, yeah, you right. It basically presents, okay, this stuff starts happening to the Osage people. It talks about the Osage tribe, how they ended up with all this wealth. Um, it's written in a very creative way, so it's not just dry, boring fiction. He has almost like a novelist touch to it, where he go in in so much detail. It, it's almost like you're reading a novel, but it's not. It's just really good, well-written nonfiction. And it's, yeah. it's the whole setup. Well, this person dies. This person dies. What's going on? No one want. They're trying to like set up investigations, and all this stuff happens. And then finally, part two, it jumps to J. Edgar Hoover, and yeah, his involvement in taking over the FBI, involved starting up new processes, and he brings in this one guy to investigate. Who I'm guessing is going to be the DiCaprio character. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking also. And he he rounds up a bunch of – and the thing is he's kind of not what Hoover wanted in the FBI at that point because he was a little bit old. And I'd, I'd actually really like to read a, a biography about his life and his father's life. His father had been oh, sheriff yeah. of Austin. Yeah. One, uh, one, he grew up in the jail. Yeah. Living in the jail, when, I think. Yeah, living in a j- in the jail, and, and said that uh, I guess he saw his first act of violence was he saw his father get stabbed during a uh, uh, a prison riot or yeah. something like that or whatever. Yeah, and it's like holy crap! And his father, I think, didn't didn't his mother die pretty young or something like I, that? And so his dad was so, raising yeah. him by himself. I think is what it was. Something like yeah. That. And the things that uh, happened his- later in life for him, he became a prison superintendent and got kidnapped during a riot. And sur- yeah. somehow survived getting shot and all this crazy stuff. Saved a couple of people's lives that they yeah. were going to end up murdering. I mean, yeah, it's going to be. No one's going is going to have everything in it because he makes those yeah. really long epic movies. Oh yeah, not just not just the warden of any old prison, but it was Leavenworth that Leavenworth, he was a, pr- yeah. a warden at that he got kidnapped at and was uh, taken hostage along with and yeah and 
sounded like a miraculous feat where he blocked the shotgun blast with his arm. Yeah. Like, basically blew his arm off, and then he was able to wrestle away the shotgun from the dude. And uh, It's just crazy, man. Just absolute craziness. Like... But and then like what you said, I kind of want to read a biography about him also because he grew up in Austin. Whenever Austin was a fledgling city, and he yeah. became a, a a Texas Ranger, yeah, and was a Texas Ranger <clears throat> back in the uh, late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds, yes. and then became a a, 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 a G man, an FBI agent. And then, like you said, he wasn't the typical FBI agent that that J Edgar Hoover wanted because J Edgar Hoover was trying to change. The face of the FBI. Well, I guess the FBI was a fledgling force even at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. I guess they were they were around. I guess they were the Treasury Department before that. I think or something like that. Uh, and uh, the, he wanted uh, college young college men to be yeah, the face of the FBI. And, uh, yeah, lawyers and stuff like that. I yeah, think. and 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 I can't remember that his name. The the main uh, what was it white protagonist. Yeah, it was white, something other white. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was, uh, uh, basically like a, a, a Texas Ranger, like a plainsman type person that would ride from town to town and, you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully one of the, one of the few good ones whenever you start searching the Texas Ranger history, not, not one of the Texas Rangers that would go out and massacre like tribes of, women and children of indians and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. hopefully oh my goodness yeah that, that's but that was start getting into that really really good book you recommend it i'll i'll second it again it's by david gran g-r-a-n-n yeah. and uh then the third part of the book is where he's doing more investigation and actually discovers that the it goes it gets really detailed about how many people died that they pretty much think like Dozens and dozens of people were murdered in this time period, just so they could get control of their their wealth. Um, yeah, but it's interesting. Uh, I was like, man, this is such a good book. I want to. What has this guy written? And I've got on my list of to read. Let me see if I can find it. I went and looked. He's got the Lost City of Z, which is about yeah, a, yeah. a, 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 a Percy Fawcett, a British explorer that. He's re- he must do he must focus a lot on the early 1900s because he must know a lot about that because um, he he wrote a there's a book about that guy and actually there's a movie yeah yeah on Amazon it was an what's Amazon original what's his name uh, Hunnam Charlie Hunnam Is that yeah his name? Charlie 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 Hunnam plays it yeah I want to watch yeah, it and that, I want to read that book yeah. Yeah, I need to check that out at some point. I might watch that tonight because I was trying. I watched. I did watch. Uh, just while you're looking up your list there, I did watch uh, Ford versus Ferrari last night. How was that? And so, dude, I really dug it. Like, I really liked it a lot. Like, I didn't. I, I'd been kind of wanting to see it, and you know, kind of didn't. Re- I'd been kind of wanting to see it. Didn't really care when I got to watch it, and last night was just perfect for getting. You know, it popped up on my HBO Max, and I was like, "All right, yeah, let's watch this." And, uh, you know, it's Carol Shelby, <clears throat> who spent a very large majority of his life in Dallas, Texas. Uh, he was born in Texas. I can't remember exactly where he was born at. It starts with an L. can't think of it off the top of my head. Not Lano, but it's something, you know, it's, it starts with an L. Let's just put it that way. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I gotta say, one of the biggest things that impressed me about the movie was Matt Damon did a great job. Like I was super impressed with that. 
But not only that, but his Texas accent that he did. Like, it wasn't... Annoying. It it wasn't annoying, exactly. It wasn't... It, it's like he actually went to the region that Carol Shelby is supposed to be from, like the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and it sounded like he actually sat down and listened to some old Dallas-Fort Worth men talk. You know, yeah, it's kind of yeah. got that it's kind of got that slow draw, kind of like what I know that we have, even though it doesn't it doesn't sound like it to my ears, but I know that we have it. You know, yeah. And it it just it it's it's subtle. It's not that hey y'all how you doing man? What you got, what you got going? Man, that car goes real fast. No, yeah. it's it's yeah. not that, which drives me up the blasted wall because I'm like, yeah, dude. I know people that talk like that, but I do too. there's it's I have very, one that lives very down few the road. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> he's a cousin too. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that was all. He was really upset about. Uh, I guess I don't get to eat my favorite pancake and syrup no more. And oh I'm, my! I'm goodness. like God, man. You, your priorities in life are all whacked. <laughs> yeah, you, you just need slapped on <sighs> the head. Oh yeah. But anyhow, yeah. yeah. So so Shelby. Yes. Uh, Carol Shelby and, and, uh, uh, the, uh, man, I can't remember the, uh, Ken miles was the driver and he was a British guy and he's played by, oh, uh, uh, I can't think of his blasted name. Christopher Nolan, Batman. Um, uh, crap. What's his name, dude? Uh, Batman. Bruce Wayne. Yeah, the no. <laughs> oh yeah. I forgot. Uh, who played Bruce Wayne and the Christopher Nolan Batman? I can't think of his blasted name. Who was also in Terminator? He was famous for going crazy on that one time and like yelling at somebody on the set. Uh, We're bad people. I know it, man. Phenomenal actor, man. Like I love the dude. Uh, Batman Begins. Kristen Bale. There we go. Yeah. How dare Kristen Bale? Yeah. American Psycho, dude. He was American Psycho. Man, talking about uh, an old creepy movie. Yeah, that, that's a hard one to watch. I know it, right? Especially when he throws that chainsaw down the freaking stairs at that broad that's getting away or whatever. It's like, yeah. what the heck, dude? Yeah. 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 It's a good movie, though. Like I said, old, old, older creepy movie, but it's pretty stinking awesome. And then they made a second one, and I haven't ever seen the second one. I just didn't have any desire to or whatever, but I think it's supposed to be like like his daughter or something like that or whatever. Uh, no, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So yeah, this what movie, we... Ford versus Ferrari, though. Yeah. Is that the name of it? Yes, Ford versus Ferrari is basically Ford was upset because they couldn't really compete with Ferrari whenever it came to those 24-hour races like the Le Mans there oh, yeah. in uh, Fr- France and stuff. And, uh, Henry Ford, uh, I think the second or something like that, or the third or whatever, he, uh, he basically puts up a ton of money because he wants to beat Ferrari and he hired Carol Shelby and, and, uh, Carol Shelby hired this driver, this, this driver, this Ken miles, and they basically built the, uh, I think it's a Ford GT40 or something like that, and they built it from the ground up. Like, how this is what you need to do, blah 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 blah, and uh, made the car so good that I think they won the Le Mans, and uh, I think it's like I think they said 66, 67, 68, and 69. Wow. 19, all like four years in a row, there that car won uh, won the Le Mans, which is like I said, it's a twenty four hour race. I'm not a big car race dude, so. 
I'm probably butchering this for other people. That's why, and probably yelling. that's why I never really thought about watching it, but the, you make it sound really good. Man, it was really good, man. It it, it really was because you, you, it really delves into the uh, the the. I guess kind of like the history behind the car because like I don't get me wrong, dude. I'm like every other guy in this world. I like cars. I think they're neat, but I don't like. I'm not a I'm not a gearhead, man. I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a super big car guy, and you know my car that I drive is pretty sensible <laughs> you know like i i don't need yeah, all the bells yeah. and whistles yeah. i would love to have all the bells and whistles and powered seats and blah 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 and heated steering wheel but like mine is just it's it's very it gets me where i need to go it's functional and uh, i dig it you know i don't have to i, I plus i can't afford a 500 you know 700 hundred dollar car payment every blast a month so but uh yeah man like it's 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 a it's a really cool movie it's it's i dug it man it it had my attention the entire the entire time so yeah he was born he died in 2012 89 holy cow he was married seven times holy crap i didn't read all that wow i did see that he born in two. He was he died in two thousand twelve in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, he's born uh, in Leesburg. I, yeah, Leesburg. That's what it was. I knew it started with an L, but I couldn't remember exactly where it was. Even he himself was a winner. He was a driver beforehand. He won uh, Le Mans, and uh, I, I don't know what year it was, but I think it was like after that is whenever they contacted that Ford contacted him, and it's got some it's got some really neat lines, man. It's got some really cool stuff. You know, just kind of like those good, like, I guess, like, kind of like, yeah, proud to be American type lines, you know, where they're talking about, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, I think they said something about like whenever, whenever, well, it was, it was supposed to be uh, the guy, the, the owner or, you know, the person running, uh, Ford Motor Company at that point in time was, uh, Henry Ford's grandson. Oh, okay. And he made a comment that said, uh, Four out of every five bombers that flew in World War II came out of that factory right over there. You know, he's like talking and stuff like that. And he says that whenever, whenever, uh, he goes, what one, uh, what one World War II wasn't Eisenhower versus Hitler. What one World War Two was Ford and GM and International and stuff like that, and that whenever whenever that came on, I was like, dude, yes, because what one like you get, the way you get me is you talk about things like World War Two and all like this type of crap, and you automatically have my attention, and that's what I've been saying for years. It wasn't the, I mean, yeah, it was it, it wasn't it was the masterminds behind the movement. But what really wanted was the backs of the American worker, the people that put in their blood, sweat, and tears while doing everything they could to push out this product to get it to the boys in the front line so that way they could go rolling into Berlin, so that way they could go rolling into to to Karen Tan and 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 yeah, you know, God, I could just yeah, yeah, you know, uh, it, it's it's. It's oh man, I get <laughs> yeah. I get all tongue tied whenever I start thinking about it because I'd start thinking of you know jeeps and tanks and bombers and stuff like that just rolling into different cities and like their 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 routes that they went into and flying over Holland and dropping guys in Operation Market Garden and uh, yeah, dude, it just yeah, it's 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 overwhelming to think that how 
much the people at the time pulled together to put out the product to support their sons, their brothers, their sisters, their daughters, their children to make the change in the world to stop the you know the tyrannical the government that was basically ruining and trying to destroy a certain way of life yeah. in Europe at that point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the way American industry shifted over and just started cranking things out is is pretty oh, interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a I watched I watched a uh, I watched a uh, uh, I watched like a thirty minute documentary on YouTube one day. What's cool is I can I I can throw that up on my screen on my TV and it was the it was a uh, factory and a and I can't remember where it was at now. It's a factory in the United States that was manufacturing B twenty four liberators and uh, this was all whatever I'm and I'm still doing research on it for my bibliophiles episode that i'd like to record for you yeah and uh it's it was uh it was a it was a manufacturing plant where they could roll out one b24 liberator per hour per day which is a pretty dang big bomber (laughs) and like they just they just had it down to like a science it was just like this station does this this station does this this station does this and they could just push them out the door yeah and it was just amazing on how many that they could roll out and especially whenever you think of of the time and, and like even the even the the video is very the video itself is just really cool because it's done back in the forties and so they're using you know pardon me for saying this but even one of the one of the parts on the on the on the video even says that and for this step right here we need a midget to get up inside the wing so that way he can attach the wing to the fuselage and i was like what the hell and it shows this little dude and he goes up on a ladder and this little man goes inside or you know little person goes inside the goes inside the wing and he attaches all the bolts and stuff like that and then crawls out of the wing and i was like really? oh my goodness oh yeah it was it was just really cool that they specifically hired a little person for this job right here and they're like and women are perfect for attaching the hydraulic lines because their nimble fingers can get into the small areas on the airplane and it's just you know it's that old school type announcer type thing and it's just really it was just really neat man really interesting to watch i, I enjoyed the crap out of it <clears throat> But it was talking about airplanes. It was talking about airplanes. It was talking about World War II era, and those are two things that I'm just absolutely fascinated by. So I'm just like enthralled watching this stupid thing. But yeah, it was really neat, man. Really cool. Yeah, I watched uh, last night. We watched uh, Spike Lee's new movie that's on Netflix called The Five Bloods. Have you heard anything about that? It's a pretty cool movie. It's a hard movie because. You know, I mean, Spike Lee educates with his a lot of his work, you know, and uh, oh yeah, he gets into the part about my lie, and uh, there's some images I can't, I wish I hadn't seen because he just pulls stuff from actual actual footage and photographic stills and throws them on the screen. It's like, oh geez, oh, but people um, people don't know the horror about how bad some of this stuff was. Anyhow, it's a good movie. Delroy Lindo's in it, and it's hard. Oh, uh, what's he, What's he been in? The, oh God! The name sounds familiar, but I can't put. You'll recognize face. him. You just got to see his face and hear him speak. He's been in. Um, 
everything from point the new point break to uh he's an older actor what, I mean, what are some okay of the, let me find some of his movie credits so you can make oh okay yeah i know exactly who you're talking about man i just got him pulled up yeah he's yeah. in get shorty he's a malcolm x uh, uh malcolm x clockers get shorty congo ransom broken arrow feeling minnesota a life less ordinary yeah. cider house rules one of my favorite movies gone in 60 oh, seconds oh yeah yeah, he's been in lots of movies, and he's that. Uh, yeah, he has. But man. he's not a very likable as, character in the movie, though. Yeah, as soon as I saw his face, I knew exactly who uh, I knew exactly who he was. Like I was like, oh yeah, dude, I've seen that guy in a ton of stuff. I just didn't know his name. Well, basically. I haven't been on I haven't been on Netflix in a, in a while. I got HBO Max, and that's all I've watched. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hold on, I'm, yeah, I want to ask you about yeah. that in just a second. But that all movie, right. the Spike Lee movie, is basically just about a. It's a uh, the Five Bloods were a unit in Vietnam of black soldiers that fought together, and one of them, one of them guys died, and they're going back to Vietnam now in the present day to recover his body. Oh, okay. And there's a secret. There's also a ton of gold that they had discovered. Oh. The CIA was taking gold to pay some uh, of the indigenous Vietnamese people. The tribe to help them fight the Viet Cong, and anyhow, plane crash, and these soldiers were the only guys that knew where the gold was, so they buried it, and they promised to go back and get it someday. And it took, of course, years and years and years to be able to go back. And then there's a lot yeah. of weird twists in it. It it's a really neat movie. But one of the things I really wanted to watch it for was there's this guy. We watched this other movie the other day that's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it for for free i mean you're paying for prime but you get you know, yeah it's a there's a a movie called uh the last black man in san francisco i don't know okay if have, it's i we watch it twice we watch it one day just me and my wife and then my daughter got home from a trip and we watch it again um really and there's this actor in it i love this guy he's i didn't know this he, he's his name is jonathan majors and he plays this character named montgomery um, mm -hmm. he's, he's so such a good actor, and he's he's from Dallas. I just re just saw really a young Dallas actor. He was in Hostiles. Remember Hostiles? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that movie White Boy Rick. Oh, okay. Then he was in something called Out of the Blue, and he's in The Last Black Man in San Francisco is where I saw him. Then something called Captain. Uh, he's State. in. He's in. He's in the Five Bloods, also. Yeah, and he's in that uh, something called yeah. Jungle Land, and he's also in a TV show called Lovecraft Country that I want to watch. It's on HBO. Oh, okay, so you can yeah. watch this and tell me if it's any good. But you don't. It's kind of. It might be too scary for you. Yeah, because it's based <laughs> on like. There's a book. There's a novel written called Lovecraft. I can't speak country, and this is a yeah. television show that's based on it. And he's He's in it, apparently. So it just makes me want to get HBO. But t the Last Black Man in San Francisco is just a beautiful movie. One made. It's the first movie that the guy that directed it made. Um, oh, really? And it was. it's just a beautiful movie. The story, yeah. the acting, everything's just amazing. But uh, HBO Max. Yeah. What the heck? 
I'm digging it, dude. Uh, well, I, I got upset because Amazon and, and HBO were, uh, you know, I've had HBO for a while now, and uh, I've had it on my Amazon. It was just an add-on subscription onto my Amazon. And since, you know, I have, you know, I've got so much Amazon crap. I got my Kindle. I've got my Fire Stick. I've got the Cube thing. Blah, 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 blah. Anyways, <clears throat> I've had everything through Amazon. Well, anyways, Amazon and, and uh, HBO slash Warner are like kind of fighting or whatever because Amazon wants to keep HBO as a channel. I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah. And HBO wants to do it as an app that you access on your Fire Stick and stuff like that. Now, yeah. I personally, me personally, I would rather them have it as an app because then it's easier for me to go into that app and actually search for a movie through there or yeah. whatnot. Because yeah. a lot of times, like... You'll search for a movie on Amazon, and it'll be like, oh, well, you can rent it from us, or here's the other ways to watch. And then you have to go over to this other ways to watch, and it might actually be for free to watch it in one of these different areas. But it's not going to tell you that first, because it's going to want you to give them some more money to, to rent the movie from them. Yeah. So I got kind of fed up. I, I looked at it. I was paying fourteen ninety nine a month for HBO. <clears throat> I was paying fourteen ninety nine a month through HBO for uh uh, sorry to to Amazon for HBO, and then I looked at how much uh, HBO Max was, and it was fourteen ninety nine. Really? Now all the yeah, all the other HBO services uh, upgraded you to HBO Max for free with their things. Like the uh, if you just had HBO now, just as an app, like say on your smart TV, and not through like an Amazon service or through Apple. Yeah, right. Because apparently Apple's kind of having the same issues with them as well. Yeah. Um, then you your h then your HBO now act, transferred over to HBO Max. If oh, you had an HBO subscription through if you had an HBO subscription through your TV provider, whether it be satellite or cable provider or whatever, then your then your HBO Go that your 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 online services of HBO that you could use automatically got changed to HBO Max as well all yeah. for free because you had the subscription already yeah and so i looked at it and it was like hbo max for 14.99 it's the same price that i want paying through amazon all i got to do now is instead of paying amazon for it is i'm just paying directly to hbo so i just canceled my <clears throat> canceled my hbo through amazon and just paid hbo directly 14.99 a month and dude it's awesome i absolutely love it because it's not just it's not just stuff that's on HBO. That's that's how I watched Ford versus Ferrari last night. Is because it's on HBO right now. Yeah, but it's it's a lot of Warner. Uh, <clears throat> it's a lot of Warner uh, properties. So you've got like a whole like Looney Tunes thing. You've got a bunch of the old Looney Tunes cartoons that you can watch. Oh yeah, they're doing they're doing new Looney Tunes that that people are freaking out about because Elmer Fudd's not going to have a gun anymore. And I'm like, really? That's what you're going to get mad about now is that Elmer Fudd doesn't have a freaking gun. So now you're going to get pissed. This is stupid. Just absolutely dumb crap to get pissed off about. Oh, I'm sorry. Are, people are awful. They, they hurt my head, dude. They hurt my head. Like it doesn't, it, I don't understand what drives people to get mad about some of these things. Anyways. Oh, so wow. You can, you can, I'm looking at it. They've got a, They've got Friends. They've got the Big Bang Theory, all of the Big Bang Theory, they've got all the, the Harry Potter movies. Collection. Yes, the Criterion Collection, Doctor Who. Uh, so, yeah, Doctor Which Who, you're not a, a lot of, of stuff. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, I dig some of Doctor Who. Some of it, I just can't do, man. Then like, there's the, uh, nothing. Luther. Which is a yeah. British television show that's about a detective. That's a great show. 
Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. I still need to watch that at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, but, man, so much stuff on there. So much that, like I said, I haven't really opened up. I haven't touched Hulu. I haven't touched Netflix. All I've been doing is watching HBO Max, man. And it's like I'm 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 at the point right now to where I haven't really I haven't gone into Netflix and watched anything on Netflix in over a month. And really? I'm uh, yeah, I'm getting to where I'm really starting to think about canceling the service well, just you, because I don't use it that much. You might anymore. as well if you don't. If there's nothing that's appealing to yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, you I got do all the Harry I Potter do. movies at your yeah. disposal on the HBO Max. Oh yeah. Huh. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's crazy, man. I think it's the all of Harry Potter. I think uh or is the Lord of the Rings movies on there as well? I think I believe so. I can't remember. That's on the I just looked at their their page where you sign up and it shows Lord of the Rings, so yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I'm 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 really digging the HBO Max cuz it's lots of TV series. Uh it's uh a lot of anime the the Studio Ghibli or whatever, something yeah. like that. Uh, there, th- that's one of their channels on there. Uh, oh, dude, I went crazy last weekend because I scrolled down because it gives you like the different properties that it entails. One of them is Turner Classic Movies. Oh, really? And I was, like, yeah, dude. So I was like, oh, the Maltese Falcon, add that to my list, oh, yes. and like a, a bunch of old ones, like the Immigrant and stuff yeah. like that. You know, Charlie Chaplin and stuff. And I was like, oh, add that to my list, add that to my list. And so I was like going crazy through the Turner Classic movies, man. I was like, oh That's my awesome. goodness, all right, cool. Oh heck yeah, dude. Because there was a time. It's been, it's been since I guess it was probably like two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Where me and I was married at the time, but me and my ex-wife went through this phrase, this phase of like all we watched was old movies. Yeah. Like our TV was was on Turner Classic Movies nonstop, and we just watched whatever was on there because yeah. I mean I'm I'm a huge fan of Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, yeah. man. Like yeah. I, those old something about those old like musicals and dancing movies and things like that. They don't do productions like that anymore, man. It's it was just fun to watch, man. It was just really cool. Uh, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I, I went crazy, like added a bunch of that. I'm, I might, yeah, I need to watch the Maltese Falcon. I haven't yes. seen that since. I, God, man, I think, the, I, I, used I, think to, I used to watch, I went through a long period where all I did was watch the Bogart movies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you, man. Like, uh, 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 Casablanca, yes. Casablanca. I, remember, I think I still have your copy of Casablanca here at the house somewhere. I <laughs> do you. You might, yeah. <laughs> I, I know you loaned it to me a long time ago. I thought I gave it back to you, but it might be still be here at the house. I've got to look. Uh, but yeah, man, it, uh, yeah. So, I, like I said, the Turner Turner Classic Movies. There's there's another. There's a few more. Uh, uh, there's a few more studios that they have on there. There's another uh, anime studio I think that they have on there. They have like the Sesame Street stuff. Uh, in fact, they, they, they even have like a late night talk show with Elmo or whatever. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I haven't watched it yet, but dude, I, I'm absolutely loving HBO max. Like I, I, I'm, I'm seriously thinking about it. I might watch that five, the, the five bloods tonight. Yeah. I might watch that five bloods tonight and then cancel Netflix after that. It's because a, it's an interesting movie. It's worth watching. It's a good story. There's a definitely speaking of old movies. There's definitely an uh, what's the word 
an homage or kind of a like an inspiration in making the movie for Spike Lee definitely was Treasure Sierra Madre that had Bogart in it. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, you know the badges. We don't need no badges. That, that yeah, yeah. Um, you'll see why. There's there's All actually right. one part of it that's like. Oh my God! He actually went that far to like he definitely <laughs> he definitely is, was paying homage or like respect to that old movie and the making yeah. of it because gold gold I mean one of the lines in the movie is gold makes people act weird and uh, that's oh God that's yeah that happens um, yeah I, I recommend it watch it and then yeah just cancel that save your whatever much ten to fifteen dollars <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's it's just I'm not I haven't been crazy about a lot of the original programming that Netflix is putting on there, uh, and and I, I don't like I said it's been over a month since I've actually opened up my Netflix app. I still use Hulu, uh, but I, and I might keep I might keep Netflix around just because like that's where I go to to watch The Office. Yeah, you know, unless they throw The Office on Hulu, then I'll cancel Netflix. Yeah, yeah, but. I love the office and I'll just be like, I kind of want to run through the office again. And it's just one of those things where I'll just sit there and watch that for two, three weeks, a month straight and run through the entire, you know, season, the entire run of the series or whatever. You know, that's kind of what I'm doing with big bang theory right now. And, uh, you know, I, I, I had never seen an episode of friends in my life Mm -hmm. until my work schedule got switched around for social distancing yeah, and uh, TBS during the day plays Friends like nonstop. I think they started on like at like ten o'clock in the morning, and they play it till three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, yeah, and that's my prime TV time because yeah. I wake up at like ten thirty in the morning. Yeah, well, I usually wake up at like nine something, but you know, yeah, I try to sleep. And my alarm is set for ten thirty. I never make it to ten thirty unless I'm just stupid tired, and then I have to get up at two o'clock to go get in the shower and then usually i'm done by like two forty-five, and i'm sitting there watching tv till it's time to go at three so I've, I've been watching friends a lot here lately and i was like you know what this show is actually really good i really like this show a lot i'd never seen an episode of it until recently and then like hbo max comes out and it's got an entire run of friends on it and i was like oh cool i'll start this from episode one season one and and just run through it and that's what i've been doing with friends and it's funny because i didn't realize how old that show was because it just seems like it just seems like just a few days ago it was still on tv and you know making new episodes but it ended its run in 2002 i didn't realize that it started in 1994 and i was like holy crap and what made me look it up is they were sitting there and they were at chandler's work or something like that and he's using this computer with one of the big four and a quarter or whatever size uh disc drives or whatnot and i was like the floppy drives and i was like holy crap how old is that computer yeah and i was like oh wait how old is this episode man that's whenever i looked it up and the first season came out in 1994 and i was like oh my god i was like that just that just makes me feel old that just yeah because i was a senior in high school in 1994 (laughs) Yeah, you old man. A, a senior in preschool in 1994. That's how old. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not really that old at all. I was, I was, <laughs> I was just learning to walk in 1994. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> learn, yeah, learn, discovering where my hands and feet were. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, it is. I was actually really surprised on how good that show was, man. I was like, oh, wow, this is kind of neat. All right, cool, I can dig this. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but dude, I'm sold on HBO Max. This is the best fifteen dollars a month I've spent. Yeah. So if if you're look at that if you're on the yeah if you're on the fence about it like just you know give it a go they give you a week free to to try it out so I was like all right cool I mean I knew I was going to get it anyways just because I already had HBO as it was and it's just it does it does kind of stink that I can go on Amazon and be like I want to watch this movie oh nope that's the HBO thing you have to rent it through us so I've got to go out of my fire cube now and then go over to the app on my TV and then pull it up on the TV but you know but the only diff- the only bad thing is is they still don't have an app for HBO Max on on the on the Fire Cube and Fire Stick and your Apple oh, okay. stuff yeah. you know so oh, that that kind of stinks. They will eventually, but if you've got a smart TV, you can just download the app on the smart TV and not even have to worry about accessing your Fire Stick or or Fire Cube and stuff like that. So yeah, that's awesome. Yes, sir. Heck yeah, man. So you reading anything new? Oh man, I uh, probably should wrap this up soon. But yeah, I read uh, well, I did. The yeah, pop- I, I got to get over to my the, parents' the house here pretty soon. Killers of the Flower Moon. I jumped into a book called The Conquest of Texas. That's amazing. Uh, one of the best histories of Texas I've ever read. Uh, yeah. Um, then I did a book uh, by a Finnish historian about the Comanche Indians called the Comanche Empire. That's also really? amazing. He's actually he was he was he he taught for a while at Texas A and M, and now he, I think he's a professor of history at Oxford. Oxford. Okay. Or something like something like that. I, I don't know. I yeah. can't remember exactly where he went on to. He went to like a really prestigious school. Um, and he has another book I want to read about the Lakota, the Sioux Indians. Okay. Which I want to read. Yeah. And then I. I know exactly what Comanche book you're talking about because I almost got that Comanche book myself because I've, that's one that I've really been kind of interested in re- reading up on. But, anyways, I, I didn't mean to interrupt it you there, man. It's an eye opening uh, way because, you know. What you know is what you've been told to a certain extent. Yeah. And the portrayal of the Comanche, even 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 me, the portrayal of the Comanches, at, uh, mostly what I know is stuff have, what they were like in the 1850s and 1860s. Well, that was when they were at the tra- trail end of their power in a way. They actually were in decline at that point in time for reasons of kind of a lot of reasons because of their own undoing. Um, and there yeah. was another thing that's always been left out of a lot of older histories is the importance of the environment. And in the 1850s and 60s, there was a really bad drought, which, of course, impacted them terribly. And, oh, yada, yada. Anyhow, it, it really shows how important they were as a they weren't an empire in what the classical sense of where there was an emperor, and but they really were. They did operate as they they contained pretty much the central part of the of the United States um, from settlement up until the 1870s you had to deal with them in some way and you know yeah. it goes back to the comancheros you brought up comancheros really were uh, for the long part they, they were the comanches were the center point of trade between the west and the east, and the north and the south. Yeah. Um, anyhow, it's really fascinating the 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 how influential they really were on uh, the the way things uh, developed. Anyhow, 
that book, and then I jump just I'm like, okay, I need a breather. So I jump back into the Expanse, and I burn through the first two books in the Expanse in a week, <laughs> and I forget how much I love those characters. Oh, I know it, man. That's 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 what I always come back to whenever I whenever I watch the show. And I need I need to pick that back up too. That's what I always come back to whenever I watch the show is is uh <clears throat> how awesome those characters are, especially Amos. I just freaking love Amos. He's the best. Amos is just so so dang cool. Yeah, take and, uh, take yeah. care of him. Uh, take care of him, Amos. Don't let anything happen to him. Cap, if something happens <laughs> to them, that means I've already been killed. No one's getting to them. And I'm the last person that's going to die or something like yeah. that. I wish I could quote it exactly the way he does. Oh, I know. The, yeah, the narrator on the audiobook does such a good job capturing his voice. He's like, yeah, see, here's the thing. Uh, oh, he's when he's the doctor, the botanist in the second book, he asks him a really like serious question. He says, none of this stuff that you're being accused of is true, right? And it's like, no, no, no. He says, well, good. And the doctor says, what would you have done? He says, I'd have broke your neck and throw you out of airlock if you said it was true. <laughs> and he would have just done it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's, cause it's Amos. He says, just more more, more meat for the grinder. He's like, I've got no yeah. moral compass. That's why I yeah. need good people around me to keep me from doing the things that I just want to do. <laughs> God, that guy's is awesome. Yeah. He's 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 the type of person that you need around you at times, man. Yeah, he, he, this that's exactly what it is. A guy that doesn't take any crap and he's always got your back, man. You you, you the type of person, like I said, the type of person you need to have around you at times. So here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, I've been. So here's the thing about that. Sometimes people just need taken care of. <laughs> yeah. Hey, peaches. Peaches. I always like it whenever Peaches comes into play. Oh, Christian Avasarla, and she he calls her. What's he call her? Oh. Granny or something? And no one something like and, that. And no one else can do that. But she he, somehow he gets away with it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because he's Amos and he's a badass. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm still I'm still trudging through the Dresden Files. I'm up to uh, White Knight now. Oh, you're close. Uh, and I. Yeah, I'm getting close. I've been, I've been, as I've been adding in the short stories and stuff like that. So I should make it. I think I'll make it to the, to the, to the, to the end. But as, as you further, the further I progress, the more short stories and things like that that I'm having to get to. Now, I, the last one I did was, was, uh, uh, proven guilty. And between Proven Guilty and White Knight, there were no short stories. But from Deadbeat to Proven Guilty, there was like two short stories, and one of them was kind of long. And uh, man, that's that's one thing that you need to that you need to look into. One of these times, whenever you have a free credit and you don't know what to get it get with it, is uh, look into these uh, compilation books that he has of the short stories and yeah. novellas and stuff. Yeah, uh, because w- one of them is uh, Brief Cases. And I thought. One of them, one of them, I think has all of the short stories, if I remember right, and I think that's brief cases. I think that one came out just recently. Uh, there's side jobs, and there's brief cases, and then there's working for Bigfoot. Big working for Bigfoot is is a bunch of uh, short stories and novellas of about. Harry working for Bigfoot, and it's freaking awesome, man. Yeah. Some of those are just great, just absolutely great. 
and uh, briefcases and side jobs. There's one in there. There's actually one story in there that takes place between uh, uh, changes and uh, I think it's between changes and ghost story. Mm-hmm. Or after ghost or or between ghost story, it's either between changes in ghost story or ghost story and and uh, uh, oh crap, what's the one that's right after that? It's it's when uh, cold days. Mm-hmm. One of those two, and it's all about Murphy and uh, Murphy fighting the uh, Fomor. So it's it's a really really cool story man and it's it's all from her point of view and like i said murphy's one of my favorite characters michael's probably my favorite out of the entire group but murphy's one of my murphy's one of my favorite characters and you get a lot of murphy and it, like i said it's all from murphy's point of view so you get all nothing but murphy the entire time and it's just a really cool story but yeah, yeah man you ever get a chance you got like a free credit or something like that pick up those pick up those short stories because some of them are just really really good man some of them are just really fun and some of them are just short little things. One of them is like, one of them I remember was like a. It's I think it's called like Wizard for Hire, and it's him and Bob, and he's trying to write a a a, 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 a advertisement for the Yellow Pages. <laughs> you know, it's 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 pretty neat. Yeah, it's good times. It's just a short little thing, short little ditty. Uh, but there was more I probably wanted to touch on, but I can't think of what it is. And I I gotta get up. I gotta I gotta head over to my parents' house and do a Father's Day thing over there. Yeah, same here. Because it's it's already four o'clock, and I told them I'd be I'd be over there around four. So, ah, uh, uh, what is it like? If you want to get a hold of us during between shows, you can email us. That's the number two bt show at gmail dot com. That's two bt show at gmail dot com. Uh, same thing with Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter or get a hold of us through there. That's 2BT. That's the number 2BT show. I think it's 2BT show on, or is it just 2BT? I can't remember. It's been a long time since I logged into Twitter because, like I said, all social media right now is just pissing me off. So I just, I've just kind of like stayed away from everything. Uh, uh, hey, if you like us, go by and rate us and write a review. Just remember, please be kind. We like five stars. Yes. Uh, I think that's going to do it, man. I can't remember anything. Oh, yeah. Go by www.nerdylegion.com slash audible. Sign up for your one free month and one free book. You don't have to keep the subscription, but you get to keep the book. And as we always say, you're going to keep the subscription because you're going to dig it. I love it. I've been a a member since 2009 myself. I just passed the 10-year mark last year. So I've got quite a – yeah, it's insane, man. So I, I, it's, it's, it's something I love, man. And it keeps me, keeps me busy and keeps my, keeps me, keeps me busy, keeps me occupied at work or on long road trips and stuff. You know, uh, went to broken bow, Oklahoma a couple of weekends ago and that was freaking amazing. And all I did was listen to books all the way up there and back. And it just makes the time go by so quick. Uh, especially whenever you can get yourself wrapped up in a good book and all you got to do is just pay attention to the road. And yeah, dude, it's amazing. Uh oh man, that's one thing I forgot to talk about was my little my little panic moment. <laughs> I'll do that on the next time we okay. record. Hopefully, hopefully next time we record we can do it face to face, and I'll I'll try to remember to tell that story because it was it was pretty fun. Uh, but with that being said, I'm David uh, Michael Two BT signing off. Fiocondias. So it goes. Falcon Dias. I don't want to die. Falcon Dias. Ah.
Adios. Go with God. Uh, adios. Amen. Bye. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, amen. That's better because I feel like we just preached it. Anyway. <laughs> amen. Yeah, yeah right. no one has to listen to me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, right. I, don't, like, no, I, like, no. I know anything. I'm griping about people that actually have that. I don't have any answers, man. I don't know anything. I just have a, I just, I just have a stupid opinions like everybody else. Two BT signing off. Adios. Fayo Contias. So it goes. <laughs> oh my God. Fayo Contias. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. Wash your hands, please. Like, my hands are just destroyed. I've been washing them so much. Uh, Vio Condias, y'all take care and good health to everybody. God bless you all. Uh, thank you for listening. Adios. Vio Condias. All right. That's, that's not. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So it goes. That was my transformer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. NerdyLegion.com.